Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I will be your reader today. Today is Friday, the 28th of January, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 26th day of Shvat. Since it is Friday, I'll be reading our weekend double episode, and it'll be Shabbat readings included in today's episode. Before we go into our daily readings, I just want to mention something that I've been um, announcing on our Daily Bread Moms Instagram, in case you're not on Instagram. Um, last week, my dad fell on his bicycle and broke his arm and his collarbone, and we asked for prayer on our Instagram account, and so many people responded with just so much prayer, and um, it was amazing to see so touching and now dad finally got a time on on Wednesday morning uh, to get a follow-up checkup to see if he would need surgery and he does need surgery they told him right away Um, the thing is that he can get surgery on Sunday um, with a hand specialist so he can get movement back in his fingers but that's two thousand dollars which we don't have and um Otherwise, he has to get put on a healthcare system waiting list. And whenever there's a slot opening up at the hospital, they're supposed to take him in. Well, we were really, really hoping to find a way to get him that surgery on Sunday. But um, so I, I just put it out on the Instagram community and to see if I could raise the money. And I mean people have started praying and donating and it's so touching I mean you guys don't understand how much this means to us money has already started to come in if you are interested in helping us raise the two thousand dollars then you can email me if you're not on Instagram you can email me um, to dailybreadmoms at gmail.com and I'll let you know exactly how you can do that And if you're on Instagram, you can go look up our stories. There are some specific instructions of how you can give, um, making it very easy. So that was that. I just want to thank every one of you who are praying for him or thinking of donating. It is miraculous to see this community come together, and we're so thankful. For each and every one of you who are um, rallying around us in our trouble. So thank you so much. You guys just don't know how much that means. Well, enough of that. Um, Let's get into our readings. This week, our parasha is called Mishpatim, which means judgments. And today's reading will be the sixth reading, Exodus 23, 20 through 25. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples 
through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Behold, I send an angel before you to keep you by the way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. Pay attention to him and obey his voice. Do not rebel against him, for he will not pardon your transgression, for my name is in him. But if you indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries. For my angel will go before you and bring you to the Amorite, the Hittite, the Perizzite, the Canaanites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, and I will cut them off. You shall not bow down to their gods, nor serve them, nor follow their practices, but you shall utterly overthrow them and break their pillars in pieces. You shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water, and I will take sickness away from among you. That was Exodus twenty-three, twenty through twenty-five. Today's portion from the prophets is First Kings fifteen. In the eighteenth year of King Yeruvam the son of Nevat, Aviam began to reign over Yehuda. He reigned three years in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Maaka, the daughter of Avishalom. He walked in all the sins of his father, which he had done before him, and his heart was not perfect with the Lord his God, as the heart of David his father. Nevertheless, for David's sake, the Lord his God gave him a lamp in Jerusalem to set up his son after him and to establish Jerusalem. For David did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord, and did not turn away from anything that he commanded him all the days of his life, except only in the matter of Uriah the Hittite. Now there was war between Rehavam and Yeruvam all the days of his life. The rest of the acts of Aviam and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Judah? There was war between Aviam and Yeruvam, and Aviam slept with his fathers, and they buried him in David's city, and Asa his son reigned in his place. In the twentieth year of Yeruvam king of Israel, Asa began to reign over Judah. He reigned forty-one years in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Maaka, the daughter of Avishalom. Asa did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord, as David his father did. He put away the Sodomites out of the land and removed all the idols that his father had made. He also removed Maaka his mother from being queen, because she had made an abominable image for Anasherah. Asa cut down her image and burned it at the brook Kidon. But the high places were not taken away. Nevertheless, the heart of Asa was perfect with the Lord all his days. He brought into the house of the Lord the things that his father had dedicated, and the things that he himself had dedicated, silver, gold, and utensils. And there was war between Asa and Baasha, king of Israel, 
all their days. Baasha, king of Israel, went up against Yehuda and built Ramah, which he did not allow anyone to go out or come in to Asa, king of Yehuda. Then Asa took all the silver and the gold that was left in the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house and delivered it into the hand of his servants. Then King Asa sent them to Ben-Hadad, the son of Tavrimon, the son of Chetzion, the, the king of Syria, who lived at Damascus, saying, There is a treaty between me and you, between my father and your father. Behold, I have sent to you a present of silver and gold. Go, break your treaty with Baasha, king of Israel, that he may depart from me. So Ben-Hadad listened to King Asa and sent the captains of his armies against the cities of Israel and struck Ion, Dan, Avel Betmaka, and all Kinerot with all the land of Naphtali. When Baasha heard it, he stopped building Ramah and lived in Tirzah. Then King Asa made a proclamation to all Yehuda. No one was exempted. And they carried away the stones of Ramah and its timber, with which Baasha had built, and King Asa used it to build Geva of Binyamin and Mitzbah. Now the rest of all the acts of Asa, and all his might, and all that he did, and the cities which he built, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? But in the time of his old age, he was diseased in his feet. Asa slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in his father David's city, and Jehoshaphat his son reigned in his place. Nadav the son of Jerovam began to reign over Israel in the second year of Asa king of Judah, and he reigned over Israel two years. He did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, and walked in the way of his father, and in his sin with which he made Israel to sin. Baasha, the son of Achiah, of the house of Issachar, conspired against him, and Baasha struck him at Giveton, which belonged to the Philistines. For Nadav and all Israel were besieging Giveton. Even in the third year of Asa, king of Judah. Baasha killed him and reigned in his place. As soon as he was king, he struck all the house of Yerovam. He did not leave to Yerovam any who breathed until he had destroyed him, according to the saying of the Lord, which he spoke by his servant Achia the Shilonite, for the sins of Yerovam which he sinned, and with which he made Israel to sin because of his provocations with which he provoked the Lord, the God of Israel, to anger. Now the rest of the acts of Nadav, and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? There was war between Asa and Baasha, king of Israel, all their days. In the third year of Asa, king of Yehuda, Baasha the son of Achia began to reign, over all Israel in Tirzah for twenty-four years. He did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, and walked in the way of Yerovam, 
and in his sin with which he made Israel to sin. That was 1 Kings 15. Today our portion from the writings is Psalm 106. Hallelujah! Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his loving kindness endures forever. Who can utter the mighty acts of the Lord, or fully declare all his praise? Blessed are those who keep justice, who do righteousness at all times. Remember me, Lord, with the favor that you show to your people. Visit me with your salvation, that I may see the prosperity of your chosen, that I may rejoice in the gladness of your nation, that I may glory with your inheritance. We have sinned with our fathers. We have committed iniquity. We have done wickedly. Our fathers did not understand your wonders in Egypt. They did not remember the multitude of your loving kindnesses, but were rebellious at the sea, even at the Reed Sea. Nevertheless, he saved them for the sake of his name, that he might make his mighty power known. He rebuked the Reed Sea also, and it was dried up. So he led them through the depths, as through a desert, He saved them from the hand of him who hated them, and redeemed them from the hand of the enemy. The waters covered their adversaries. There was not one of them left. Then they believed his words. They sang his praise. They soon forgot his works. They did not wait for his counsel, but gave in to craving in the desert, and tested God in the wasteland. He gave them their request, but sent leanness into their soul. They envied Moshe also in the camp, and Aaron, the Holy One of the Lord. The earth opened up and swallowed up Datan, and covered the company of Aviram. A fire was kindled in their company. The flame burned up the wicked. They made a calf in Chorev, and worshipped a molten image. Thus they exchanged their glory for an image of a bull that eats grass. They forgot God, their Savior, who had done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham, and awesome things by the Reed Sea. Therefore he said that he would destroy them. Had Moshe, his chosen, not stood before him in the breach to turn away his wrath so that he would not destroy them. Yes, they despised the pleasant land. They did not believe his word, but murmured in their tents and did not listen to the voice of the Lord. Therefore he swore to them that he would overthrow them in the wilderness, that he would overthrow their offspring among the nations and scatter them in the lands. They joined themselves also to Baal Peor and ate the sacrifices of the dead. Thus they provoked him to anger with their deeds, and the plague broke in on them. Then Pinchas stood up and executed judgment, so the plague was stopped. That was credited to him for righteousness for all generations to come. They angered him also at the waters of Melivah, so that Moshe was troubled for their sakes, because they were rebellious against his spirit. He spoke rashly with his lips. 
They did not destroy the peoples as the Lord commanded them, but mixed themselves with the nations and learned their works. They served their idols, which became a snare to them. Yes, they sacrificed their sons and their daughters to demons. They shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and their daughters, whom they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood. Thus they were defiled with their works and prostituted themselves in their deeds. Therefore the Lord burned with anger against his people, and he abhorred his inheritance. He gave them into the hand of the nations, and those who hated them ruled over them. Their enemies also oppressed them, and they were brought into subjection under their hand. He rescued them many times, but they were rebellious in their counsel and were brought low in their iniquity. Nevertheless, he regarded their distress when he heard their cry. He remembered for them his covenant and repented according to the multitude of his loving kindnesses. He made them also to be pitied by all those who carried them captive. Save us, Lord our God, gather us from among the nations, to give thanks to your holy name, to triumph in your praise. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Let all the people say, Amen, Hallelujah. That was Psalm 106. Today's portion from the Apostles is John chapter 3. Now there was a man of the Pharisees whose name was Nicodemus, Nacdimon, a ruler of the Judeans. The same came to him by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher, come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Yeshua answered and said to him, Amen, amen, I tell you, unless one is born anew, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nakadimon said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Yeshua answered, Amen, amen, I tell you, unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the ruach is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born anew. The wind blows where it wants to, and you hear its sound, but do not know where it comes from and where it's going. So is everyone who is born of the ruach. Nagdimon answered and said to him, How can these things be? Yeshua answered and said to him, Are you the teacher of Israel, and you do not understand these things? Amen, amen, I tell you. We speak that which we know, and testify of that which we have seen, and you do not receive our witness. If I told you earthly things, and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? And no one has ascended into heaven, but he who descended out of heaven, the Son of Man, who is in heaven. 
And as Moshe lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world, that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world should be saved through him. He who believes in him is not judged, but he who does not believe has been judged already, because he has not believed in the name of the one and only Son of God. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and men love the darkness rather than the light, for their works were evil. For every one who does evil hates the light, and does not come to the light, lest his works would be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his works may be revealed, that they have been done in God. After these things, Yeshua came with his disciples into the land of Judea, and he stayed there with them and immersed. Now Yohanan was also immersing in Enon near Salim, because there was much water there. And they came and were immersed, for Yohanan was not yet thrown into prison. Now a dispute arose between Yohanan's disciples and some Judeans about purification. And they came to Yohanan and said to him, Rabbi, he who is with you beyond the Jordan, to whom you have testified, behold, he immerses, and every one is coming to him. Yohanan answered and said, A man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven. You yourselves testify that I said, I am not the Messiah, but I have been sent before him. He who has the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. Therefore my joy has been fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. He who comes from above is above all. He who is from the earth belongs to the earth and speaks of the earth. He who comes from heaven is above all. And what he has seen and heard, of that he testifies, and no one receives his witness. He who has received his witness has set his seal to this, that God is true. For he whom God has sent speaks the words of God. For God gives the Ruach without measure. The Father loves the Son, and has given all things into his hand. One who believes in the Son has eternal life, but one who disobeys the Son will not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. That was John 3. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading 1 Timothy 3 today, too. Well, that brings us to tomorrow's readings, this week's Shabbat readings. Tomorrow will be Shabbat, the 29th of January, and that is the 27th of Shvat on the Hebrew calendar. We'll be reading the very last part of this week's parasha, Mishpatim, 
And that is Exodus 23, 26 through 24, 18. No one will miscarry or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. I will send my terror before you and will confuse all the people to whom you come. And I will make all your enemies turn their backs to you. I will send the hornet before you, which will drive out the Hivites, the Canaanites, and the Hittites from before you. I will not drive them out from before you in one year, because the land would become desolate, and the beasts of the field multiply against you. Little by little I will drive them out from before you, until you have grown in number and possess the land. I will set your border from the Reed Sea even to the Sea of the Philistines, and from the wilderness to the river. For I will deliver the inhabitants of the land into your hand, and you shall drive them out before you. You shall make no covenant with them nor with their gods. They shall not dwell in your land, because they will make you sin against me. For if you serve their gods, it will surely be a snare to you. Then he said to Moshe, Come up to the Lord, you and Aaron, Nadav and Avihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and worship from a distance. Moshe alone shall come near to the Lord, but they shall not come near. The people shall not go up with him. Moshe came and told the people all the words of the Lord, and all the ordinances, and all the people answered with one voice, and said, All the words which the Lord has spoken we will do. Moshe wrote down all the words of the Lord. Then he rose up early in the morning and built an altar at the base of the mountain with twelve pillars for the twelve tribes of Israel. He sent young men of the sons of Israel who offered burnt offerings and sacrificed peace offerings of cattle to the Lord. Moshe took half of the blood and put it in basins, and half of the blood he sprinkled on the altar. He took the book of the covenant and read it in the hearing of the people. And they said, We will do all that the Lord has said, and be obedient. Moshe took the blood and sprinkled it on the people and said, Look, this is the blood of the covenant, which the Lord has made with you concerning all these words. Then Moshe, Aaron, Nadav, Avihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel went up. They saw the God of Israel. Under his feet was like a paved work of sapphire stone, like the skies for clearness. He did not lay his hand on the nobles of the sons of Israel. They saw God and ate and drank. Now the Lord said to Moshe, Come up to me on the mountain and stay here and I will give you the stone tablets with the Torah and the mitzvot that I have written, that you may teach them. Then Moshe rose up with Yehoshua, his servant, and Moshe went up onto God's mountain. And he said to the elders, Wait here for us until we come again to you. Behold, Aharon and Hu are with you. Whoever is involved in a dispute can go to them. 
Moshe went up on the mountain, and the cloud covered the mountain. The glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days. The seventh day he called to Moshe out of the middle of the cloud. The appearance of the glory of the Lord was like devouring fire on the top of the mountain in the eyes of the sons of Israel. Moshe entered into the middle of the cloud and went up on the mountain, and Moshe was on the mountain forty days and forty nights. That was Exodus twenty-three twenty-six through twenty-four eighteen. This Shabbat's Haftarah portion, that is the portion that is read on Shabbat from the prophets, is in two sections. The first one is Jeremiah 34, 8 through 22. This is the word that came to Yirmiyahu from the Lord, after King Tzidkiahu had made a covenant with all the people who were at Jerusalem, to proclaim liberty to them that every man should set free his male servant, and every man his female servant, a Hebrew man or a Hebrew woman, that no one should keep a Jewish brother in bondage. All the princes and all the people obeyed who had entered into the covenant, that every one should let his male servant and every one his female servant go free, that no one should make bondservants of them any more. They obeyed and let them go. But afterwards they turned and caused the servants and the handmaids whom they had let go free to return and brought them into subjection for servants and for handmaids. Therefore the word of the Lord came to Yirmiyahu from the Lord, saying, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I made a covenant with your fathers in the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, saying, At the end of seven years, every man of you shall release his brother who is a Hebrew, who has been sold to you, and has served you six years. You shall let him go free from you. But your fathers did not listen to me, and did not incline their ear. You had now turned, and had done that which was right in my eyes, in every man proclaiming liberty to his neighbor. You had made a covenant before me in the house which is called by my name. But you turned and profaned my name, and every man caused his servant and every man his handmaid, whom you had let go free at their pleasure, to return, and you brought them into subjection to be to you for servants and for handmaids. Therefore this is what the Lord says, You have not listened to me to proclaim liberty every man to his brother and every man to his neighbor. Behold, I proclaim to you a liberty, says the Lord, to the sword, to the pestilence, to the famine, and I will make you be tossed back and forth among the kingdoms of the earth. I will give the men who have transgressed my covenant who have not performed the words of the covenant which they made before me, when they cut the calf in two and passed between its parts, the princes of Yehuda, the princes of Jerusalem, the eunuchs, the Kohanim, and all the people of the land, who passed between the parts of the calf. 
I will even give them into the hand of their enemies and into the hand of those who seek their life. Their dead bodies will be for food for the birds of the sky and for the animals of the earth. And I will give Tzidkiyahu king of Judah and his princes into the hands of their enemies and into the hands of those who seek their life and into the hands of the king of Babylon's army who has gone away from you. Behold, I will command, says the Lord, and cause them to return to this city, and they will fight against it, take it, and burn it with fire, and I will make the cities of Judah a desolation without inhabitant. That was Jeremiah 34, 8-22. And the second portion is Jeremiah 33, 25-26. This is what the Lord says. If my covenant of day and night fails, if I have not appointed the ordinances of heaven and earth, then I will also cast away the offspring of Yaakov and of David my servant, so that I will not take of his offspring to be rulers over the offspring of Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. For I will cause their captivity to be reversed and will have mercy on them. That was Jeremiah 33, 25 through 26. Today's portion, or rather this Shabbat's portion from the Apostles, is 1 Timothy 6. Let as many as are bondservants under the yoke count their own master worthy of all honor, that the name of God and the doctrine not be blasphemed. And those who have believing masters, let them not despise them because they are brothers, but rather let them serve them because those who partake of the benefit are believing and beloved. Teach and exhort these things. If anyone teaches a different doctrine and does not consent to sound words, the words of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah, and to the doctrine which is according to godliness, he is conceited knowing nothing, but obsessed with arguments, disputes, and word battles, from which come envy, strife, insulting, evil suspicions, constant friction of people of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth, who suppose that godliness is a means of gain. Withdraw yourself from such. But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world, And we certainly cannot carry anything out. But having food and clothing, we will be content with that. But those who are determined to be rich fall into a temptation, a snare, and many foolish and harmful lusts, such as drown men in ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some have been led astray from the faith in their greed, and have pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But you, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called, and you confessed the good confession in the sight of many witnesses. I command you before God, who gives life to all things, 
and before Messiah Yeshua, who before Pontius Pilate testified the good confession, that you keep the commandment without spot, blameless until the appearing of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah, which in its own times he will show, who is the blessed and only ruler, the King of kings and Lord of lords. He alone has immortality, dwelling in unapproachable light, whom no man has seen nor can see, to whom be honor and eternal power. Amen. Command those who are rich in this present age that they not be arrogant, nor have their hope set on the uncertainty of riches, but on the living God, who richly provides us with everything to enjoy, that they do good, that they be rich in good works, that they be ready to distribute, willing to share, laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come, that they may lay hold of eternal life. Timothy, guard that which is committed to you, turning away from the empty chatter and oppositions of what is falsely called knowledge, which some profess, and thus have wandered from the faith. Grace be with you. Amen. That was 1 Timothy 6, and that concludes today's readings. I pray that the scriptures will be a blessing to your day today. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom and Shabbat Shalom. Thank you.